Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, here with my other host, Matt. Today we have a special bonus episode with you guys because we're going to cover the new and latest theatrical release of Demon Slayer, the essentially the first episode of the Hashira training arc. That's really what it comes down to. And before we get started, let's just introduce our adult beverages of choice today. I'm going to be drinking a Monster and Vodka because we got a double feature thing going on tonight. So let's get some energy in us along with a little bit of a buzz going on. Yeah, Lance, you definitely need some uh, a pick-me-up. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt's saying that because I accidentally took a nap in the middle of the... It was just during Muzan's uh, background. So it's all good. Nobody, nobody cares about him. Right. So if anybody has seen theatrical releases in the past about Demon Slayer, we know that they do an episode or two of backstory before they even get to the new content. And the backstory shit is where I decided to accidentally fall asleep on. So, yeah, you've watched it twice. Yeah, the I've seen it plenty of times. Nothing of necessary information needed to go in there. Whatever. So, yeah, I, I really want to get into it. What was your take on this essentially first episode, theatrical first episode preview versus our last one, which was the Swordsmith Village arc theatrical preview? This season started out so strong. I am so looking forward to everything that's going to be happening in this upcoming season. Yep. And not to say that the last season was bad at all, because the last season was full of action. So interesting. So amazing. Yep. But I think the first episode of this season compared to the first episode of the last season, yep. it's just a little bit more interesting. Okay. And it's I'm looking forward to it too much, so much more. Also, there might be some baggage upon that too, because okay. I already knew in the past year that it's the Hashira arc. And yep. I am so interested in seeing more Hashira action. So okay. my expectations were high. And seeing what we just saw, I am satisfied and I'm wanting more. So it met my expectations at the moment. So okay. that's why I'm feeling that this is a strong start. Makes sense. So what are, you, what are you thinking at this moment? One thing I do want to say is you knew what to expect this time around versus hmm. last time. Yep, that's very true. You were expecting essentially something completely different than what we got. Right. Yeah. I almost had no idea what to even expect. Yep. So in in the defense of what we watched last time, you had better expectations. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this. I kind of view this as kind of like a, a roller coaster, like the middle section of a roller coaster. So the, the ending gave us kind of a real downturn, like just a lot of action happened at the end of the last season where you had Nezuko... Um, basically evolving and now you have your buildup and you know what's going to happen but like the first episode was kind of just like a little hump to a roller coaster and then you're going to get a lot of building so it's a a very good it brings momentum to what's going to happen at the fall which is going to be the next arc Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it i loved seeing nezuko in movie theater size that whole scene was more empowering in a theater versus at home yeah i i think that's very much worth saying i felt that the studio did a very 
big touch up on the quality of the animation for this compared to what we saw like on our phones or our laptops or whatever you viewed it the first time around. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because we saw it on the big screen and it just looked amazing. I just feel that they definitely went back and touched everything up because the animation on the big screen was so immaculate. It was so pinpoint awesome. Yep. Like every, you can see blades of grass. You can see the wind move through stuff like that when they were going back and showing Hantegu running Yep. Before the sun came up and uh, Tanjiro was about ready to like start sprinting at him, whatever. That was all cool. Like just the animation in general is just pinpoint perfect. They made it movie theater quality. Exactly. And that's not to diminish anything about Demon Slayer to begin with because Demon Slayer quality has always been top notch above all anime, period. Mm-hmm. The movie theater release of this was even better on top of that. So that's a, yep. that says a lot because this is already a beautiful anime as it is. Yeah, I completely agree. It was so good. And then, of course, you know, we spent a little bit of extra money and saw it in the better screening with better sounds. So, man, it's if anybody hasn't watched it, definitely recommend spending the extra money and watching it in the higher quality because it's mm-hmm. like some of that bass that they were having was just insane. Yeah, the battle actions in the movie theater made all the difference. I would yep. love to see literally all of my anime in that quality. <laughs> just yeah. being in that room, the the big screen is one thing, but to have the bass booming volume all around you, surround yep. sound like, that's that's next level. Yeah, that's definitely your thing where it's uh, deep bass Going, Along, going yo, yeah, ferberating throughout the entire body. Yeah, definitely your your cup of tea right there. Oh yeah, it's definitely nice to have like earbuds in mm-hmm. so that you can have that volume just going straight into your ears versus on a TV. <laughs> but then yeah, when you're in a movie theater and everything is just so explosive, yeah, it, it's definitely that much better. Yes, but let's get into just kind of talking a little bit about the actual arc that we're going to be getting into which is the Hashira training arc. Uh, Anything specific you want to talk about there as far as what we've seen in the first episode? Ooh, specific. I I, I know what you're getting at, but like, I don't know what to even start with because there was so much. Okay, here's the first thing. I want to start with my obvious very first LOL moment. Okay, I think I know which one it is. Yeah, because the whole fucking crowd was laughing their asses (laughs) off when this happened. If anybody else has watched this in theaters, it might have happened to you too. But when Nezuko was walking around talking and she was talking with Zenitsu and Zenitsu was so excited to finally talk to her in the sunlight. I'm very also pinpoint. I'm very surprised that he didn't make any kind of mention like, oh, my God, what are you doing out in the sun? He was just straight up happy to see her, period. So because he did make mention of it, I think he had heard probably from his it's not his crow, but whatever bird he has. Oh, yeah, that little the bird. I don't remember whatever that little bird is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because he does. He's the only one that without a crow anyway yeah so he probably heard him in silence so it was very very funny that zenitsu was the one who was head over heels over him and nezuku just straight up calls me nosuke (laughs) welcome back a nosuke yeah that was so (laughs) and the best part about that was you and i laughed while the entire theater roared in laughter as well too (laughs) so that made it so much more better yes it's a such a good feeling to laugh with a crowd versus laughing by yourself. 
Yeah, there were a few moments I was laughing and I was like, nobody else is laughing. I'm like, eh. I just don't laugh loud. <laughs> you laughed a little bit more often than I did at yeah. little like chibi moments and stuff like that, which is totally fine. But like that was a solid moment and I love that moment so much. So that's I'm uh, just gonna I have to say that's hands down my favorite moment and okay. need be talking about this. Without giving too much away, I thought your favorite moment was gonna be the first time we see Inosuke. Mm. Well, when he crashed through the window? Yes. Oh, God, I laughed so hard at that part, too. Everybody yep. in the theater also laughed Yep. very hard at that moment, too, because it was so funny. And then, of course, he's got glass, like, sticking on himself, and he's just... because yeah, he just breaks through and he has glass. Yeah, that was so funny. Yes. Because we thought it was going to be a sentimental moment with Genya, and because Genya was sitting there in the bed like, oh... I wish you guys were fucking out of here because I just want to rest. Yeah, and then, you're being too loud. And then, like, a second later, Inosuke just fucking bashes through the window like nobody's, like, fucking knock, knock, I'm here. So funny. Like, I was ready, like, oh, yeah, fucking Genya, what's going on? And then Inosuke just fucking ruins the whole thing. It was yes. so perfect. It was so on point for Inosuke. I, I completely agree. It was such a such a funny, funny moment. Man, I honestly probably... One of my favorite moments, I kind of really want to say the first time we get all the Hashira together. Okay. Just that whole mood of everything. You got to see just how much they respected Amine because, yes, obviously, they're going to respect uh, Kageya because, you know, he's the leader. He's what everybody's kind of, he's sacrificed, essentially sacrificing himself to make sure that Muzan gets defeated. But Honestly, let's like Amine is just his wife in a sense, as what we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, his caretaker, like we don't really know anything about her, right? But yet they are still they revere her in the same manner in which they revere Kaguya. So it, it just kind of shows what her importance is as far as to them. Um, it essentially that meeting is what brings upon the entire arc. So obviously it's very important because if that meeting doesn't happen. I, they're not going to have this training arc. Right. This unification, this meeting, everyone needs to be on the same footing that shit's going about to get real. Yep. And it's time to start really training. Yep. Which kind of brings into what I want to talk about because already episode one right here is kind of not what I was expecting the okay. Hashira training arc to be. Okay. Like it is and it isn't. Before I ask you my question, I will say I really like the fact that they told us Everything that's going to happen. Like, this is what the training is. Oh, definitely like that. Step by step. Who's doing what? Yep. You got a training regimen. Who? It's, this is who's doing what. It's this a is personal what. trainer's schedule. And yeah, exactly. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, I really like that because a lot of times it's like, okay, now we're with this person and we're going to be doing this. And you, you kind of find out in each moment. And I can understand why they do that. I like this better because then we can anticipate. And as long as you live up to the anticipation, it's actually better. Mm -hmm. So uh, what were you going to get at? Yeah, right. So what I was going to get at was we knew for the past year that this was going to be the Hashira training arc. Yep. Which I took in heart that this is going to be the core Hashira Mm -hmm. trying to boost themselves up. Not necessarily all the little guys catching up to them okay. because what we learned in this first episode was that the Hashira themselves are going to be training all the little guys. Yes. So, but it's, I, it is twofold. It is twofold. Right. I, and I can only assume that this little thing that we're talking about right here, where all the little guys are getting trained and they're going to go through their obstacle courses, blah, blah, blah. I expect this to last two episodes tops because we need to start getting into serious action. Okay. I can understand that. It's just because we can't focus on the grunts 
because we need to focus on the main characters because Muzan's supposed to be the super powerful guy. All I'm getting at is we still have the upper moon needs to be taken care of. We still got, what, three of them left? One, two, and three. To be so, exact. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they're right there. They okay. they know that this shit's coming close. So we have a okay. time. We, we know we have a time limit. So I can only imagine we're very time constrained. I, I would be very surprised if this was literally 12. You know what? This first episode was extended. Yep, so this, it is was probably, this is probably going to be an 11 episode series. Okay. Or maybe it could be another 10. And maybe the last episode could be another fucking hour long episode. We never know. They're just like the last series. Anyway, the point is. I would be very surprised if this is pure training. Okay. I know you read the manga, so you kind of know. Yep. But I'm kind of expecting the upper moon to fuck things up somewhere (laughs) in between. There's going to be a good flow of training. People are going to get on a good flow. Just whatever. The good flow. And (laughs) and then they have to go into high drive right when they're exhausted and they need to go into overdrive. Okay. That's just me thinking about drama. So. Okay. I will say... It, it's going to be more than two episodes. <laughs> the training is okay. going to be more than two episodes just because the whole purpose of the training, again, is twofold. It's to get all the underlings stronger and it's to get all the Hashira marks to appear on all of the Hashira. Ooh, and that's a very important thing that we learned in this episode was yep. how the Hashira marks, not even the Hashira marks, it's the sun marks. Because Tanjiro is the sole reason why these marks are even that's a super, revealing themselves. That's a super important point that we learned from the original is that essentially when you get in close proximity to somebody who has a mark you will in turn also get a mark which is really it's a weird concept but i'm just going to anime logic that and call it a day right it was and what they were saying was a make or break moment it's either you get the mark or you fucking die trying to get it yep and these hashira obviously gonna make the mark because they're top of the top so it was a very cool concept to begin with too yep and they were talking about how your body temperature has to reach above 102 degrees yep and 200 beats per minute 200 beats yep that's the other one so basically break up fever and continue going your heart's gonna explode and you have to have a fever (laughs) yeah this is nothing new because tanjiro has made mention multiple times that he needed to increase his internal temperature yep in order to fight and this was made very prevalent in the entertainment district yeah. When he was fighting uh, the brother and sister. Yes. Uh, Kitaro and Daki. Yes, thank you. Those two. So that's the first time it was made like clearly obvious when... Yeah. Yep. That's sun breathing shit. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting. I think it'll be really exciting. The ending... Credits kind of give away some things as far as what you would come to expect. I don't know how close you paid attention to the ending credits. Maybe. It depends on what you're getting at. It just who's going to be there. Uh, that's all. Obviously, Tanjiro is going to be available for it is pretty much all that's. Oh, I, maybe I didn't pay enough attention. I just kind of assume almost all the Hashira right now are going to be yes. very available and very yes. important. Yeah. Uh, yes, they will. And then obviously, well, so Tanjiro, as you remember, is uh, very injured. So that's why he's not doing it, because that's a whole scene with Zenitsu biting on Tanjiro's head, being like, oh, you get out of this because you're so broken that you can't do anything. Oh, so, okay. 
Um, you saying this, I didn't expect that. I, I expected him to just bounce back and be part of this training. I guess now that you're saying this, they were showing bits and pieces about other the underlings training. Yep. Tanjiro wasn't part of any of that underling training. Nope. Zenitsu is. and Inosuke were obviously in there. And Inosuke uh, was jumping over people's shoulders. It was really funny. That was all closing credit stuff. So oh, that, I thought that's that, what you were talking about. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. But as far as what we've seen so far, we haven't seen our main trio. The three friends, and then so we we've really only seen uh, Tengen with some underlings. Oh, like legitly? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. And they were talking about how that's not even this is close to what this the, is your warm up essentially. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I was getting so amped up during that whole process too. I'm like, ooh, I want to go do that too. <laughs> I do not want to go run up a mountain. That sounds like a terrible time. Running up a mountain sounds like a terrible time. It sounds time. terrible, but I do kind of want to do it. Like, just this, I want to say I did it. Oh, okay. Yes. So, obviously, this is the Hashira training arc. Which Hashira are you most looking forward to? We can talk about each individual Hashira and how excited we are about them. But I want you to pick one. Right. I'm I'm torn between the wind Hashira. Which and is the, who? The wind Hashira is Saname Shinagawa. Because we saw him in action in this first episode. He was mm-hmm. pretty badass. Like, yep. he was obviously looking forward to him. Yep. So, because I saw what he did already, I'm very interested in him. Okay. But at the same time, I have an inkling that the stone Hashira, Giyome, is going to be the most powerful of the Hashira. Okay. Something about him and his humbleness and his quietness and whatever, just everything about him gives me the vibe that he is the most well you know every blind character is going to be strong so. exactly. yeah that's it's always <laughs> it's always that vibe yes it's always that deal so okay he is going to be the most powerful okay i can't wait to see him in actual action how about that like okay. i love shinagawa because okay. he's got this badass attitude about himself Yep. Remember, he's the one everybody hates because he, you know, stabbed Nezuko. Exactly. Like, he's got that. He's this edgy guy. You know, he's the Bakugo of this show. Okay. Yep. So that's why I like him a lot. But, but yeah, like I said, I want to see the Stone Hashira in action so goddamn bad. Okay. And I think, you know, I'm not, we'll save this for a future episode. Yeah. But anyway, most excited for those two. Okay. I'm sorry to steal two of them. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I would definitely agree with uh, Guillaume. It's going to be an interesting one uh, because when you look back at things, you will understand him more as you get through this arc. And so without saying anything, I'm just going to say that. If I remember correctly, this is the arc where you start learning about Shinobu and like actually learning about her. The poison Hashira? Yes. She is my favorite one of all the Hashira. So it's like, I'm really looking forward to finally getting people to understand, you especially, Mm. understand why she's my favorite. That one I'm really looking forward to. There is, I really... I'm also looking forward to the development of Gyu. Oh, definitely. Because of what happened throughout this episode without spoiling too much. It's just like, okay, so what's next? And I really want to look forward to it. So I guess I'll go with Gyu and Shinobu. I can understand that. Because Gyu is sitting there the whole time like, you guys can do your own thing. I'm going to go do my own thing. And like, I'm very interested in Gyu at that moment. Understand. Why Why would he even separate himself from the rest of the clan to begin with? Well, why is he the, uh, the black, black sheep, sheep yeah. Yeah, yeah, of the Hashira when he clearly doesn't need to be? And that's the weird part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to him. The only other thing I want to talk about is what happens at the end, which is uh, Tomoya. Yep, very important. Just... 
and for all our listeners, in case you forgot, Tomia is the demon who is also researching Nezuko's blood and yep. turning people back into humans, or at least human-esque. Yep. Basically, she got uh, invited to where all of the Hashira are, or the Hashira main headquarters, to work with Shinobu to essentially develop a way to defeat Muzan. Is that what you took from it? Basically. I mean, she definitely has an understanding of how demon blood works. Yep. She clearly provided proof that there is a way to reverse demons in a sense because there was that one citizen who turned and he only needs droplets to remain human-esque. Anyway, it's not perfect, but it's on the right track. Anyway, the point is she's... Doing something important and she can be of help to the rest of the clan. I don't know. Yep, exactly. So I'm really looking forward to that because it's obviously important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And we also found out at the end of the last season that she predicted that Nezuko was going to be able to withstand the sun anyway. Yep. So very interesting stuff going on there. She's going to be of great help to our cause. Yeah, absolutely. But that's really all we got for our special episode covering the theatrical version of the first episode of the Hashira training arc. Such a fun episode. Highly recommended. Definitely cannot wait for the spring season to come out when we get to watch this episode again. It's going to be such a blast. This season is going to be so good and I'm so excited. 100% agree. Please make sure to check out the anime show on Facebook and Instagram. Check out all the awesome anime content they have on there. Especially help you decide what you want to watch next season because we're almost at that point already ready yeah oh my god we're almost there yep and also please subscribe to us drop a like and leave a comment let us know what you thought of this episode have a good one later guys